0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Ezra, Chapter 6. King Darius then issued an order, and they searched in the archives stored in the treasury at Babylon. A scroll was found in the citadel at Echabantana in the province of Media, and this was written on it. Memorandum. In the first year of King Cyrus, the king issued a decree concerning the temple of God in Jerusalem. Let the temple be rebuilt as a place to present sacrifices, and let its foundations be laid. It is to be sixty cubits high and sixty cubits wide, with three courses of large stones and one of timbers. The costs are to be paid by the royal treasury. Also, the gold and silver articles of the house of God which Nebuchadnezzar took from the temple in Jerusalem and brought to Babylon, are to be returned to their places in the temple in Jerusalem. They are to be deposited in the house of God. Now then, Tatani, governor of Trans-Euphrates, and Shelther Bazanai, and you other officials of that province, stay away from there. Do not interfere with the work on this temple of God." let the governor of the Jews and the Jewish elders rebuild this house of God on its site. Moreover, I hereby decree what you are to do for these elders of the Jews in the construction of this house of God. Their expenses are to be fully paid out of the royal treasury, from the revenues of trans-Euphrates, so that the work will not stop. Whatever is needed, young bulls, rams, male lambs for burnt offerings to the God of heaven, and wheat and salt and wine and olive oil, as requested by the priests in Jerusalem, must be given to them daily without fail, so that they may offer sacrifices pleasing to the God of heaven, and pray for the well-being of the king and his sons. Furthermore, I decree that if anyone defies this edict, a beam is to be pulled from their house, and they are to be impaled on it. And for this crime, their house is to be made into a pile of rubble. May God, who has caused his name to dwell there, overthrow any king or people who lifts a hand to change this decree or to destroy this temple in Jerusalem. I, Darius, have decreed it. Let it be carried out with diligence. Then, because of the decree King Darius had sent, Tatnai, the governor of Trans Euphrates, and Shelther Buzenai, and their associates carried it out with diligence. So the elders of the Jews continued to build and prosper under the preaching of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah, a descendant of Edu. They finished building the temple according to the command of the God of Israel and the decrees of Cyrus, Darius, and Artaxerxes, kings of Persia. The temple was completed on the third day of the month Adar, In the sixth year of the reign of King Darius, then the people of Israel, the priests, the Levites, and the rest of the exiles celebrated the dedication of the house of God with joy. For the dedication of this house of God, they offered a hundred bulls, 200 rams, 400 male lambs, and as a sin offering for all Israel, 12 male goats, one for each of the tribes of Israel. And they installed the priests in their divisions and the Levites in their groups for the service of God at Jerusalem, according to what is in the book of Moses. On the fourteenth day of the first month, the exiles celebrated the Passover. The priests and Levites had purified themselves and were all ceremonially clean. The Levites slaughtered the Passover lamb for all of the exiles, for their relatives, the priests, and for themselves. So the Israelites who had returned from the exile ate it, together with all who had separated themselves from the unclean practices of their Gentile neighbors, in order to seek the Lord, the God of Israel. For seven days they celebrated with joy the festival of unleavened bread, because the Lord had filled them with joy by changing the attitude of the king of Assyria, so that he assisted them in the work of the house of God, the God of Israel." So in the last chapter, friends, uh, the governor that was then existing in the Trans-Euphrates area had sent a letter to King Darius. In this chapter, the Persian King Darius gets the letter, the opposition letter, and he begins to investigate. So this chapter begins in verse one. King Darius then issued an order. And they searched in the archives stored in the treasury at Babylon. So Darius himself didn't know anything about these matters of rebuilding the temple and the Jews returning and so forth. But he looked for the prior kings of Persia, what they had written. And so it was found uh, in the first year of King Cyrus, the king issued a decree concerning the temple of God in Jerusalem. It said, let the temple be rebuilt as a place to present sacrifices and let its foundations be laid. And it even gave the size of the temple. It's to be 60 cubits high and 60 cubits wide with three courses of large stones and one of timbers. And this is the kicker, friends. The costs are to be paid for out of the royal treasury. And um, this was uh, not only permission, but the Persian Empire agreed to finance the project. In addition to that, all of the gold and silver articles that had been taken from the temple by Nebuchadnezzar's soldiers were returned and they were to be put back in the rebuilt temple. So the uh, the precious things that had been taken out of the uh, the temple treasury and all of the sacred articles were being returned. And so this King Darius now issues a new and expanded decree that's even... Uh, stronger than the first decree. It validates the first decree. And then he goes further. He says, Do not interfere with the work on this temple of God. Let the governor of the Jews and the Jewish elders rebuild this house of God on its site. Moreover, I hereby decree what you are to do for these elders of the Jews in the construction of this house of God. All of their expenses are to be fully paid out of the royal treasury, from the revenues of Trans-Euphrates, so that the work will not stop. In other words, the taxes that these people living in that area were paying the Persian Empire were now going to go to the rebuilding of the temple. Their opposition was going to pay for the construction through their taxes. Isn't that amazing? He goes further. He says, "Um, I decree that if anyone defies this edict, a beam is to be pulled from their house, and they're to be impaled on it. Now friends, that's capital punishment. They were to be executed if they didn't cooperate with this um, uh, this imperial edict. And furthermore, their house would be destroyed; it'd be made into a, a pile of rubble. And so Darius decreed it. He um, uh, signed it. the The signature, the letters went out, and um, and so the the elders of the Jews continued to build. They continued to prosper. Again, Haggai and Zechariah are mentioned that they were preaching to the uh, the people that were rebuilding. Now, the temple was destroyed around 586 B.C., but there was activity before 586 B.C., 20 years of a war with the Babylonians conquering Israel by degrees, and then ultimately the temple itself was destroyed in 586 B.C. And so somewhere between say 536 and 516 B.C. was the 70 years of captivity. It depends on where you start the meter running. Like I said, the temple was destroyed in 586, so it could have been as late as 516, but it could have been 20 years earlier than that. But when they start rebuilding, uh, the temple was finally completed on the third day of the month of Adar, in the sixth year of the reign of King Darius. And so scholars vary a little bit when they put that um, uh, final completion of Zerubbabel's temple. They celebrated all this with a major Passover celebration, and um, this is something to behold. Now, before I finish this chapter with a couple of comments, I need to make note of something that um, you, you should be aware of. The book of Esther probably covers the time lapse between chapter 6 that we just read and chapter 7. Because there's a big lapse of time between the first group of of rebuilders that comes, Zerubbabel's group, and then when Ezra's group comes, there's a a lag of time that may be as long as 50 years. And so the book of Esther probably covers the time between chapters 6 and 7 of Ezra. But let's finish this chapter with a, a prayer of celebration as they celebrated. Lord, we thank you that the Persian kings and the Persian kingdom facilitated the rebuilding of your temple. Lord, they didn't destroy it. The Babylonians did, but they cooperated with the rebuilding. May there be a blessing on the Persian kings. Lord, uh, the Persians were centered in the area we now know as Iran, although their kingdom extended far beyond Iran in that day. Lord, may those of Persian descent be blessed blessed for the facilitation of the building of the kingdom of God in the form of this temple. Lord, redeem them, save them, awaken them to the reality of who Jesus is. Awaken them to their spiritual heritage in Jesus Christ. May they be found with their names in the book of life. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. And always...